As always, good day and welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today, Wednesday, the 18th of May, 2022. Wherever you are tuning into this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify, with yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports, and undoubtedly, the greatest club competition on earth, the UEFA Champions League. On today's episode, we will be looking at the English Premiership, the title race, the battle for top four, the relegation battle, and the vital individual awards that will all go down to the wire. It will only be confirmed on the last day of the season, which is this Sunday, the 22nd of May, 2022. Sit back, relax and enjoy. And don't forget to share the UEFA Champions League podcast with your family and friends. And to also subscribe to your most authoritative sports show and podcast on the calling platform. Subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast on calling on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Liverpool's victory set up a final day showdown. Liverpool made sure their thrilling Premier League title race will go to the final day after the Reds came from behind to seal a crucial 2-0 victory at Southampton on Tuesday night, knowing that defeat at St. Mary will lead to Manchester City being crowned this season's Premier League champions. A Liverpool side showing nine changes from the team that won the FA Cup final on Saturday went behind to a stunning Nathan Redmond goal. But they responded with goals from Takumi, Minamino and Joel Matip to set up a grandstand finale to the season. The race for the title is out of Liverpool's hands. However, as Manchester City are one point ahead going into their last match at home to Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa, if Man City's match Liverpool's result against Wolves at Anfield, they will become Premier League champions for the set time. I'll take that again. If Manchester City match Liverpool's results against Wolves at Anfield, they will become the Premier League champions for the set time. But should Manchester City draw or lose and Liverpool win, the Reds will take the title for the second time in three years. If Liverpool lose, it means definitely the race is automatically gone to Manchester City. 
However, if Manchester City lose and Liverpool draw and both sides end up on the same number of points, the only way the title will return to Anfield is if there's a massive swing in goal difference. As, we st- as it stands now, after 37 games in the Premier League, Manchester City have 90 points plus 72 goal difference with Liverpool trailing Manchester City with one point. They have 89 points with plus 66 goals difference. The focus in the Premier League now thanks to Thursday and the battle at the other end of the table where Everton know that a win at home to Crystal Palace will guarantee their Premier League status next season. Burnley travel to Aston Villa looking for at least a point to move above Leeds United and out of the relegation zone. We will take excerpts of that moment. Liverpool fought back from a goal down to secure a 2-1 victory away at Southampton in their penultimate game of the Premier League season. So that is it for that game. Liverpool beating Southampton by two goals to one. Manchester City staged a superb second half fight back to rescue a point against West Ham United, which kept their faith in the Premier League title in their own hands, heading into the final game of the season. Gerald Bowen's brace 
saw the Hammers open up a two-goal lead at halftime. But City came roaring back after the break, thanks to a Jack Grealish volley and Vladimir Kofal's own goal. This game was played over the weekend, and it is as a result of this game that the difference in terms of points between Manchester City and Liverpool is only one point. from the title this game has always looked like the toughest of all the assignments and the Blues negotiate this incredible atmosphere They're dominating but still not find the breakthrough and the flag has stepped down but Bowen's through and Bowen has scored 24th minute against a run of play and City trail Again, again he's onside. Bowen, he's doubled it. Right at half time. 2 0 down City. Can the Blues find a way back? Zinchenko keeps it alive. It's up towards Rodri and down towards Grealish. Four minutes. That's all it's taken. And the Blues are back in it already. Jack Grealish on target again at the London Stadium where he scored before preciously for Aston Villa. He's done so now for the Blues. In by Morris. Oh, it's an own goal! Super! A flying header into his own net. And the Blues are back at 2-2. And the title's back in their hands again. Jesus, Dawson's challenge, and Anthony Taylor changes his mind, penalty, Mares saved, oh my goodness, drama here, well it's a draw, it could have been a win, but in the circumstances, a win on the final day of the champions. Both managers have been speaking about the performance of their respective teams. An emotional jogging club reacted to Liverpool's win at Southampton. Let's take jogging club's reactions. You can put it in perspective, you made nine changes, that performance and that result tonight. Unbelievable. One nil down makes it even more special. Um, yeah, outstanding. What can I say about this group? Uh, what um, um, maybe not did it, um, already say, but it's it's it, it's it, it, with one of them, so it's a bit overwhelming. It's really touching what, what the boys did because we had to play on the pitch. I did. I, I, I told them now in, in, in after the game in a little analyze what I did to a few of them and had to do because of the, the situation is pretty much a crime that uh, Takumi Minamino doesn't play more often that Oxley who is in outstanding shape is not part of the squad very often Harvey didn't play for a long time Curtis didn't play for a long time and all these boys deliver and deliver and deliver and it's unbelievable 
Um, making nine changes and then this kind of performance is absolutely exceptional, I have to say. So I'm, and I'm 100% sure it's not, of course, we don't, we'll never know that for sure, but um, we would have had here, had here much more problems today if we would have played um, the guys who played 120 minutes on Saturday. So really happy. Um, yeah, we keep going. What does that tell you? Does it tell you anything you didn't know about this special group of players already tonight? Because I was watching on the touchline, you were just applauding virtually throughout the game. You were loving it, weren't you? Oh, I, I, honestly, I loved it. There were so many good things. So even Joey, yes, is, is pain, but we all think it probably is all right. And so, um, so that's then the good obviously a massive shout but he's fine. He, he, he probably knows already himself already now. We were lucky today. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You look, um, I, I, I ask for a lot, and, and to be honest, sometimes I'm not sure if that's still okay. And um, and but the boys, I, I saw them enjoying the game. I saw that. I saw them really playing football against a side that was obviously ready to go for us, to press us, to, and they couldn't. Because, because we played in all the spaces, they had the, the good spell, if you say, one in the second half, and we made the changes, and we had to change back, and we didn't play enough football anymore, but that that's it, pretty much. We conceded a goal out of nothing. Um, I, I didn't see it back, but for me it looked definitely like a foul. Um, but Martin Atkinson had the same situation for us already. Manchester United a while ago when Rashford scored a goal made exactly the same and afterwards oh yes we could have whistled that um, but who cares so we made it more, only more special and no I'm, I'm, I'm really proud again of the boys it's, it's, it's so big this this um, second part of the season obviously since January um, we drew three times Tottenham and Chelsea that was when we had our Corona outbreak we played um, uh, with different teams especially against Tottenham and against Chelsea. I was not even there and all these kind of things. All the boys did. Absolutely exceptional. I mean, there's a, a whole host of things that has brought this fantastic run. But you've been called the mentality monsters. Do you think that, that word, if you had to choose one, is the one that's it's the mentality about this group? Uh, definitely, definitely. It's, but it's an example. I, I never had a group like this. It's an example for how the... Okay, look, if I don't... I have to make a lineup. If you are involved, sit on the bench or whatever. And play, I, was, I was angry when I was a player. I didn't like it. I wanted, wanted I was footballer to play football. Um, but of course, because we win most of the times, there are not a lot of things you can really argue about. And um, but there are two two opportunities how you can deal with it. You get you, know, you give up, or you just play your role in the group. And this group pushes each other constantly. Somebody's down. Yeah, come on, we lift them. Come on, stay away, stay in. And the next time we could give a lot of games, obviously, but not enough for the quality they have, I have to say. <laughs> That's a problem. But in the end, it's absolutely outstanding. And again, and, and tonight is really special. So because we came here, we had to do what we did. What we, what we did um, and it worked out because of the boys. If it wouldn't have worked out, 100% my responsibility. Now it worked out. The boys should be really proud of that. No matter what happens on Sunday, huge pride on your part about this group of players for taking this tonnage race all the way to the last day. Absolutely, we, we all know so many things when it's that close, so many things happen during the season, we never, we never give up, gave up, that's, that's how it is. Um, we all know different rash decisions, we could now think about it, that doesn't make sense at all, but they were there. Um, and how I said that the games with Tottenham Chelsea, I don't think we have to win there, it's away games at Tottenham, away games at Chelsea, but if you think back at the Tottenham game, you watch it back for once. This game was really, really strange. So, um, 
yeah, but that's it. And um, here we are. How we said, we will uh, not give up and we will give it a try. It will be difficult enough against Wolves, obviously, but um, we still will give it a try. And uh, it's our home game. It's our last Premier League game of the season. Atmosphere will be outstanding and we will try to use it. Football has a habit of throwing things up. It could be the most extraordinary end of the season, a wonderful season in your favour. It could happen. No, of course it could happen. But the only chance that we had tonight was to win, and then we know that. So we have to do our job, and then football is a is a is a tricky game sometimes. Um, and um, yeah, but how is that? Aston Villa plays tomorrow night, so and then they play on Sunday again. So it's a tough week for them as well. I think they play Burnley, right? Thursday. So. Thursday and Sunday. This, this Thursday, which I want to have, okay. Um, but now it's it's all good, and um, yeah, we will see, of course. But you have to focus on yourself, and then we will see what happens. So that is Jurgen Klopp speaking after the Liverpool Southampton game, and what's going into the final match of the season, match day thirty-eight, will look like for himself. And the rest of the team. Pep Guardiola's immediate reaction after Manchester City fought back but drew against West Ham is equally interesting. Let's hear more from Pep. Pep, it was certainly eventful. How would you summarize the day? Right, I'd just like to uh, say it's a pleasure for me, somebody who's made it the top for my time, and notes to do it at the time when you have overseas players and everything and get to overplay uh, them at appearance. Yeah. So I think we played a really good game. They are so lucky that Tottenham gave them the tempo to win. They were able to make the two parts well. They scored two goals, and then they scored another time. So they scored one goal. We were in the game, and Tottenham scored earlier. The second half, and we played well. We had one chance to go away. We had a penalty. Yeah, for a result. One more week, one more game, with all the people at home. Uh, I will show you something, we'll be sold out. And we'll be sold out. And we'll do it. There's an inscription on this, which I'm sure everyone will see at some point. Is that the most important thing today for you, the fact it's still in your the hands? Of man, no, absolutely. Right. Uh, the, the perfect to win today. And West Ham is a difficult question to get. It's so complicated to tackle uh, playing at the same position. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's in our hands. First half, if West Ham were very good, were you not quite at your best, first half? Uh, I don't have the feeling we played bad, maybe not great other chances, but the North, clear there. Players, so Antonio Ball uh, close to Rodri, so it's so difficult to leave him so deep, and he had a top side. But, uh, I think we need to look at it. It's another penalty gone. It's a poor record, unfortunately. Penalty take his ball. Is that something we need to look at? I don't have that feeling. This season we had Rodri Strugger, no? He scored a lot, a lot of penalty games. Okay. Last season? Yeah, I'm 50 years old too, so I don't know. So this season we're looking at penalties. Is it uh, we take her to take two goals from Sagretti, we miss it. And next game we'll just go. So the end as well. 
I mean, a little wrestle with Miguel Antonio. Was that some of the problems he gave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, he was yeah. 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 so strong. Yeah. He's really, yeah. really strong. I don't want to talk uh, too much. I'm yeah, yeah, too emotional. I want to congratulate uh, you. That is Pep Guardiola speaking in that interview. During the course of last week, Pep Guardiola claimed that everyone supports Liverpool as Manchester City went three points clear in the title race. Pep Guardiola claimed that famous statement after Manchester City side beat Newcastle 5-0 the previous Sunday to go three points clear at the top of the Premier League table. The convincing victory at the Etihad followed Liverpool dropping points in a 1-1 draw with Tottenham. Let's take Pep's reactions. Manchester City put their Champions League heartbreak behind them to take a huge step towards a fourth Premier League title in five years. They beat Newcastle 5-0 to go three points through of Liverpool and they now have a superior goal difference. But Pep Guardiola has expressed his frustration about the title race, claiming that everyone in this country wants Liverpool to win. What happened yesterday with Liverpool and to our game today, Wednesday, become absolutely a final, final, final for us. Uh, if we are able to win, maybe we are able to arrive in the last game at home with our people to try to make back-to-back. So here are the full quotes that uh, Guardiola said. These are what we mentioned earlier. Everyone in this country supports Liverpool, the media and everyone. Liverpool have an incredible history in European competitions, not in Premier Leagues because they have won one in 30 years. But I don't care. They have more supporters around the world and in England, more support Liverpool than us. What he's saying is, is basically because uh, Manchester City have been so successful, I think if they win the title uh, again uh, this season, I think it'll be four titles out of the last five seasons. And I saw the same with Manchester United back in the 90s and, and early 2000s. Uh, previous that, it, it was Liverpool. I, I just think that people 
um, you know, like an underdog. Uh, and, and right this moment in time, uh, Liverpool is the underdog. So I, I just think he's just basically, you know, just sort of stating what the obvious is as well. Whether you say fortunate or unfortunate or whatever, like I said, if you are favourites, you're going to have to put up with that. People like it to, to be a little bit of an upset. And maybe he senses that a little bit, but also maybe he was just, um, you know, in his own little way. Uh. So that is Mark Boschnik. He played for Manchester United from 1989 to 1991 and 1999 to 2001. Also giving his reaction about what Pep said. Trust Jogging Club to react. And this is Jogging's response to Pep Guardiola. Yeah, can I ask you about the quotes from Pep, what you made of them when he said everyone in the school had an incredible history? Not in Premier League, since they've won one in 30 years, but I don't care. They have more support around the world, and in England, more support Liverpool than us. Does it feel like that? I know. I, I live in Liverpool, so yes, here a lot of people want us to win the league, that's true. But even here, it's probably only 50%. Um, just the, other, the other guys um, were, or people were um, involved in, in another fight, uh, at least until yesterday. Um, and yeah, I, I, look, we are um, as manager, and I had this experience not only recently. Um, after a game, we are obviously um, how can I say that? It's um, so we are, it must have been influenced by the game, by the situation, stuff like this. So I said, and I, would I say it again? No, but I said after the game, uh, they play like they play, and are still only fifth. Yeah. So it felt good in that moment. Was anybody wrong? So. Um, so, uh, but it was just my feeling in that moment. Eh? So, and I could respect Antonio more and, and, and what he's doing. And my God, how he organized teams and all these kind of things. Yes, but after a game like this. So, I know, I don't know exactly in which situation Pep was when he then, after getting out of, getting knocked out of the Champions League, that's obviously already difficult enough to, to take. But then, of course, Liverpool made it to the final. Eh? Uh, then you have these kind of things, yeah, but they played Villarreal and we played Real and all these kind of things and, um, and then you say what you say. And he's right on top of that. I was right with Pip Flazer and Tottenham still that, and, and he was right, we won the Premier League only once. I have no idea if the whole country is supporting us, That I don't know that. Um, uh, it's not the feeling I get actually when we go to other places and play there. It's actually the opposite, but um, yeah, maybe he knows more about that than me. So that is Jorgen Klopp laughing off Pep Guardiola's everyone supports Liverpool comments. Not only the title race that will be going down to the wire, but as well as the golden boot race that will be going down to the wire on Sunday with Mohamed Salah on 22 goals. Song of Tottenham also has 21 goals and any of these two could win the golden boot in terms of most assists or playmaker of the league Mohamed Salah has 13 assists followed by his Liverpool teammate Trent Alexander-Arnold who also has 12 assists in the Premier League in terms of the relegation battle the points between the teams is quite interesting so for the relegation battle i will take it from southampton 
who are 15 points. We are 15th on the table with 40 points. Everton, 16th on the table. They've played 36 games with 36 points. Leeds United, they've played 37. Leeds United, they've played 37 games and are 17th on the log with 35 points. Any of these teams could go down to relegation. In terms of the top four, Tottenham are fourth after 37 games on 68 points, followed by Arsenal after 37 games also have 66 points. So on Sunday, Arsenal will be playing Everton and Tottenham will be playing Norwich away in Norwich. In terms of the goalkeeping race, Mohamed Salah is on 22 goals, followed by Tottenham Song on 21. Cristiano Ronaldo also has 18 goals. In terms of the most assists, Mohamed Salah has 13 assists, followed by Trent Alexander-Arnold, who has 12 assists, and Mason Mount of Chelsea has 10. In terms of combined goals plus assists in the Premier League, Mohamed Salah has 35 goal contributions. Tottenham Song has 28 goal contributions, followed by Harry Kane, who has 24 goal contributions. In terms of the Golden Globes, that is between Edison of Manchester City, who has 12, who has 20 clean sheets in the Premier League, followed by Alison Baker of Liverpool, who also has 20 clean sheets in the Premier League. Hugo Lloris of Tottenham is third with 15 clean sheets. So that tells you the story of the Premier League. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the UEFA Champions League podcast. We are building up to that big final on the 28th of May in Paris. Hope we welcome your way with all the details and exclusives that you need to know and have before that big finals on the 28th of May in Paris. Until our next episode, keep well. It's bye for now. <music>